Hello, and welcome back to another Fat Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, happy holidays as we roll into Thanksgiving 2022. And I thought I would uh, do a quick little podcast. I know I've been absent for a couple weeks. Um, I went down to the World Championships in powerlifting, um, brought a gold medal home for us over 50 folks in the bench press, um, helped out down there a little bit. Then the next week I was coaching a powerlifting meet, and it's just been generally you know, overwhelmed and busy. But we'll get back on our regular schedule here now that there's a few days off and I can breathe. But I, I had a patient tell me something a couple weeks ago that really blew my mind. She came in and we were talking about COVID and the pandemic and now all of a sudden three years later, the same people that wouldn't let you around them are letting you around them magically because they've taken a vaccine which doesn't prevent getting COVID, a vaccine which doesn't prevent the spread of COVID and a vaccine which really doesn't change anything now they're saying that it does take off the edge of going to the hospital or not um that hasn't been proven true and of course all the research just came out showing that those vaccines are causing pericarditis and endocarditis and all kinds of heart irregularities including death Um, but that's okay because you want to be worried about covid because the risks as the study as the study showed of getting heart problems from the vaccine outweigh the problems with COVID. And again, if you look at the stats, if you're healthy and you're, you know, you're zero to 45 or 50 and you're healthy, it's a bad cold or a mild cold or hardly symptoms at all. Now tell me how hardly symptoms at all, a bad cold, which we've all had, a bad flu, which we've all had, outweigh the risks of getting heart damage permanently. I couldn't believe what I was writing, but at least they're being honest with what's going on with the vax. And of course, it's not in the news. You actually have to read the research. You actually have to look for it. And this patient came in and said, you know, to me and my wife, I use you guys as a benchmark of sanity, meaning you know, out there in the real world, um, quote unquote, we real, R-E-A-L, in the real world, that there is continuous bombardment with false information, non-scientific information, or non-common sense. And <laughs> this patient just says, oh, I come into the clinic to get around people like me. And I realized that, okay, that's a social bubble. We all put ourselves in little social bubbles. If you are afraid of COVID, you're going to hang out with people that don't shake hands, they rub elbows, or still triple masking by themselves in a car with the windows rolled up. It's amazing what the human mind does, the tricks it plays, the illusions, right? We call it a mirage when you're stuck in the desert without water for long periods of time, and out you see an oasis, you see water and palm trees. And it's just a reflection and a play of the light and the heat um, off the sand. We call that a mirage or an illusion. It tricks our brains, our eyes, and the heat are playing with us. That, you know, 
the physical environment, the physics of it. So what does that all mean? You know, benchmark of sanity. We all get into our little social bubbles and like-minded people. That's why there's so much, you know, you know, right now there's groups that just, you know, you have the Democrats versus the Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. And they want to stay in their own social bubbles. Unfortunately, I don't align with either of those political parties and my political party never gets anywhere. But one thing to be sure of is that you get in your bubbles and you lose sense of reality. You lose sense of sanity. And how is that? Well, if you are using, someone says you're sane or insane, if you use sanity or the ability to process the external world in an appropriate environment for appropriate feedback and behaviors, reactions, if you will, reactions, proportionate reactions, appropriate reactions, appropriate behavior, that would be what we call sanity. And a lot of people limit themselves. They limit the groups they hang out with. They limit you know, their friends and family. And I understand that. But what's interesting, what's really interesting is the cognitive dissonance. We talked about this on a, a podcast a couple years ago, where you consciously choose to ignore the truth or something that is so obvious you're tripping over it. Why is that? Because it goes against your paradigm, your worldview, how you see things, so completely it must not be true it must not be true and then when people really start seeing what reality is that you know this is happening or that happened oh the sh- for covid the vaccines caused no problem at all and now they're putting out research good quality research and good quality um, journals that say well the shots do cause something i've yet to heart problems i've yet to receive an apology in my inbox. I've yet to receive an apology. Oh, I predicted you're going to need four, five, six shots. I'm 55, and at my age, I'm supposed to have five shots by now for cold. Um, by the way, for anyone out there, I haven't got it yet. I'm still out there in the public doing things. It just means my T cells are stronger. Remember, your antibodies are your second line of defense. Your antibodies are your second line of defense. Your T cells are your first line of defense. So it just means my T-cells are strong and they just kick its ass. Sorry. So instead of talking about building up the strength of T-cells, we're talking about going to our second line of defense, antibodies. And it's not going to work with a rapidly changing virus. Oh, wow. They've already shown that the new variants of this damn COVID, and we're going to keep getting stronger variants because everyone's avoided each other for two years. We're going to get stronger RSV, which I talked about two years ago, stronger pneumonia, stronger influenza, excuse me, and um, all these all these bugs are going to be stronger or, or and or our immune systems are weaker because we limited our exposure to the external environment. That's more a physical bubble. Well, it can happen socially too. Because you're so closed in, your society is so closed in, you don't understand the reality around you. I'm not bad-mouthing any religion. I'm not bad-mouthing any culture or way of life. But I'll use the Amish, love them to death, love their shoe, fly pie, love them to death. But they close themselves off for a reason. 
so you know they actually have things well we can't have motorized things you know like a car or a motorcycle because that means you can travel too far away from the community we close ourselves away on purpose as a dedication to God so we can live a godly lifestyle because the outside world is too influencing but if you read the scriptures like the New Testament and I mean you read it like Greek it basically says we're supposed to go out into the world and influence the world vice versa where many groups like the Hussites you know the Mennonites the um, the Amish those folks decided, nope, I'm not going out into the outside world to try to influence it for the good. We're going to wrap up and we're only going to hang out with good people. Well, we already know that <laughs> the Amish have the same problems with drugs, same problem with crime, all kinds of things already. I mean, they had coke dealing um, Mennonites up in Canada a few years ago. And there was murdering happened. It's crazy. Why? They actually made a, a, a movie about it or a TV series. Because... Once you're in your bubble, human nature is still there. And the problem with, you know, using the people around you that agree with you as a benchmark is you get no other opinions outside. So, Fred, what are you trying to tell me? That I shouldn't use, you know, you as a benchmark of sanity? Yes. Our benchmarks for sanity... Our checks should be many, many people. Many people. Now, sometimes the majority, 99.9% .9 of the people out there, you know, are saying the wrong things. Yes, I'd rather be a lone voice in the wilderness, as sometimes I feel I am, and be validated three years later, which I have been, on all occasions across the board, amazingly, amazingly. And now we're watching, you know, people drop that shouldn't drop. We're watching some illnesses that shouldn't be there. Small minority of the population. But they're not checking everyone else for heart stuff. They're just not. You know, wait till they see the increase in, say, amyloidosis and other issues caused by the vaccine. Anyway, that'll come later. You'll see it. But in immune system dysfunction caused by the vaccine, which affects the cardiovascular system, just not clots. You see thickening of the left myocardium, you're going to see all kinds of stuff. But anyway, what I want to try to get to you is you need to open your mind and for your benchmark or the, the way you check if you're sane or not is does it, one, pass the smell test? Does it make common sense? We've never given people five shots for something that really at my age is not worrisome because it's not killing people my age. It's killing this group and this group. Do I really need five shots for that? Is there a better way? Is there a more efficient way? So I always ask, you know, several questions, and maybe it's the scientific method test, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it. Number one, when you write the question down, does it make sense? Two, does it fly in critical thinking? Humans can't jump off the top of a roof and fly. That flies against critical thinking, meaning everything I know about the world, all scientific, physics, math, biology. If something goes against current biology, current science, and people call it science, it's not science, it's an outlier. So what you do is you take that outlier 
and you put it through rigorous testing, which they didn't do with the vaccine. You put it through rigorous testing to see if it works. If you get the shot, you won't get COVID. Everyone said that. They all still got COVID. If you get the shot, you can't transmit it. You're still transmitting COVID. Coronaviruses don't work like that. So you have people, you know, holding on to what a TV spokesperson says. Read the book. How many books on virology and biology have you read? Zero? Really? And you're going to puff your chest up, put your chin up and say, you understand how this works? Really? That's an emotional decision. That's not intellectual. You're, you, you don't have the intellectual capacity of biology vi- virology. I would never take on someone who understands laser engineering. No way. Chemical engineering. No way. I'm not an architect. I'm not going to talk to you about how to build a building or a bridge. Forget it. No way. I'm not qualified. I'm not intellectually qualified. Now I can pass some. I know how to find someone. Hey, I'm going to call, call bridge engineer and see if this blueprint's good. I know how to use my critical thinking and common sense to get the answer I want. I'm going to talk to experts. And those experts aren't on TV. Experts, say, for vaccine will be vaccine or coronavirus experts. And they were silent. The top people on coronaviruses in the U.S. and the world were silent on all of this. Imagine that. So what that, does that mean? Do the research yourself. Don't be lazy. Again, I'm not a bridge engineer, so I'm going to find many people that are and get many opinions. If I start getting different opinions about, say, taking this pill, potion, a lotion, or shot, I'm going to stop and say, okay, why doesn't everyone just agree? Everyone knows we should eat more protein, drink more water, get more sleep, and exercise more. Everyone agrees to that, period. And if I have someone come up to me and say, you know, please tell my son that, you know, he shouldn't be working out so much. I'm going to be like, you're crazy. The best thing you could do is work out as hard as you can every day. I told that to a, a patient's mom the other day who came in and was just like, you know, please tell him to stop working out two hours a day. And I'm like, you're crazy. He's doing what he should do. We all should be working out two hours a day. There's no, no such thing as overtraining, just under recovery. Is he getting sleep? Is he getting enough protein? Is he getting enough food? Is it interfering with his daily life? No, it's not. If he can get good grades in college and he can work out hour and a half, two hours every day, it's probably the best thing for him as long as he's getting his food and recovering. And at that age, you have enough endogenous hormones that you're going to do fine. The mom was not happy with me. I said, there's only under recovery. Of course, she was like 200 pounds overweight. Imagine that. So, moving forward, moving forward. What are you going to set your benchmark of sanity? Is it normal? One, does it pass that smell test, that common sense test? The third thing is, if you were in that person's shoes, would you feel comfortable giving that advice? And there's many times I see some of the advice out there and I'm like, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would have to do more research. I would need more information. I'm not comfortable saying, oh, this shot is safe for, you know, pregnant moms. We don't know. The shot came out in six months. And I'm like, we don't know yet. Because it takes nine months to have a baby. And people were eating it up. It's safe for pregnancy. You don't know. Oh, my God. 
So for them to say that tells me that they have just impeached their testimony. They've just lessened themselves. They've impeached their expertise. They're not an expert. Because everyone knows, even children in middle school, it takes nine months to, have, to be pregnant and have a baby if you're a human. I don't know what it takes for a porcupine, but for a human. So my benchmark of sanity is would I be comfortable giving that advice myself with the amount of information that's out there? I would not. When you're looking for what you rely on, whether it's Fox News or CNN and all that, take a deep breath. The final test is, where's that information coming from? Is the owner of a McDonald's telling you that Burger King is bad? Right? And the owner of Burger King is saying McDonald's food is bad. Look at the source. And when you look at the source, and if they have any money, or any self-interest wrapped up in their opinion. In other words, do they have, will they make more money? Uh, do they have stock in the drug company if they recommend vaccines or vitamins or whatever they do? Where, where, where are they making their money? And if they make money selling that used car, you're going to end up with a lemon a lot of times. You have to take out that human factor of trying to make a buck and what I call that moral dilemma. Do I tell the truth no matter what, even if they ban me on Facebook, and now that I'm like back on Facebook, and all of a sudden, oh, not one apology. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, everyone else who tore me apart. Not one apology. And I don't expect one. Because they don't live in reality. And they're going to bounce around over and over again. Instead of just, you know, messaging me. Hey, you were right. I wish I would have listened. Well, start setting your benchmarks for sanity on things that are immovable. Like science. Like physics. Like biology. Like chemistry. Like mathematics. And if it doesn't pass those academic tests, it doesn't pass what we know is true for the last hundred years, there may be something wanting in that philosophy or behavior or recommendation. And this has been another fact podcast.